thinking straight. Well, put a put a pin in it, Vanessa, uh, because our guest is here now. From one ring announcer, let me go over. Let me go over there. There he is. You're looking good. Can you hear me, Mister? Fran- yeah, I can hear you, Fran- Jamie Franchuk. Let me get that out of the way. Get that straight. Yep. And set. Um, we have a guy, a person that watches this this show. He's in the chat right now, Ryan Romano. He does. We I'll send him who our guests are, and he'll do a little intro for every one of them. Now he's done one for you, and uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play it, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll get your uh, critique. We'll get your Dave Meltzer uh, ring announcing. <laughs> Uh, star rating. Here we go. Let me see. Okay. I think I got it working. One. Would you please welcome to the Putting You Over podcast, training at the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy, ring announcer Jay Francisco. Hell yeah. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> Yeah, that's my like Instagram video game name. I, I it, when I'm announcing or whatever, I just use my my real name, Jamie, Jamie Franchunk. Yeah, we um yeah. we had that discussion before because I was doing uh I was gonna jot some things down and then put some notes. I'm I'm so behind today. I'm so unprofessional. Uh, just terrible day, terrible day. <laughs> Mow the no lawn. Sweat. Allergies are bad. Kids suck. Uh, Dude, it's just one of those. One of those days. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm great. Just uh, chilling. I don't know. It's kind of it's like warm out, but like I'm freezing cold, so I'm just trying to stay warm. And yeah. I'm just hanging out. I caught the first bit of the show too, so like I think I know what's going on a little bit. I think I can. <laughs> I think I can hang. So that's cool. That's good. <laughs> that's the way we way we uh, we like it. Conversational, and uh, we're just just hanging out. Um, just doing that stuff. So wrestling wise, let I'm gonna start wrestling wise before I get into okay. announcing. Uh, was, was wrestling on like growing up? Was it just on in your house? Like, what made you fall in love with wrestling? Are was, you in love uh, with wrestling? It was after Saturday morning cartoons. So, oh, like, of course, as far back as I remember, like the first thing I remember, I know I'd seen it before this, but the first thing that like stuck out to me was uh, the. Uh, Ultimate Warrior Papa Shango when uh, Warrior's head was uh, bleeding that black stuff and then he was coughing up the pea soup and like uh, that's when I was hooked like it didn't freak me out it freaked out my little brother I was maybe like I don't know 10 but uh, but yeah my little brother was totally freaked by it and uh, it was was awesome it's fucking cool so yeah from then on it was like must see every like it went from wanting to watch the cartoons to wanting to watch superstars yeah and back then it was like uh, you know the cliche larger than life but back then it was on Saturday it was like live action cartoons that's what you oh, watch yeah. so oh gosh what were, what were the cartoons maybe the, maybe Ninja Turtles maybe Transformers before that and then it was There's Superstars the real Ghostbusters oh. that was one of them that I, I dug that was on before yeah, before I, Superstars yeah I can't remember uh, but I do remember watching Saturday morning cartoons and then Superstars the Shango angle uh with the black stuff and the vomit and the convulsing. I just remember yeah. convulsing in the in the in the hospital room in the back. Yeah, and he, yeah, he barfed all over that guy. Like, yeah, it was so good. I'm actually going through right now on the network and I've been watching like, I don't know, for the past few months, like at dinner time or something, I'll put on an old episode of Superstars and it's it's so like it holds up. It it's good TV. Like they've got like all the matches like 
they're squash matches, so yeah. they are what they are. But uh, they break it up with little like event center things, and they got Sean Mooney on there, and they got <laughs> yeah, the Eugene. Yeah, it's it, it was sick. It was definitely perfect. It, the stories, and you weren't really getting good matches. Everything was yeah. building up to something. Yep, uh, which, which is yeah. they're selling pay per view. It's yeah. like that's what they do. Yeah. It was it was great, and I, I you're right. The Sean Mooney or Mean Gene in the back, uh, in the in the room with all the TVs. Hell yeah! Oh man, those were the days. Those were the yeah, days. Probably we're probably aging, uh, dating ourselves, but oh well. Oh I dude, I I got into this so late. Like yeah. So like, I when I first got into a ring was I guess three years ago maybe. Okay. I was I was 36, so yeah. like I'm old. Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know, man. Like when I started, I was like horrible shape. Had been on the couch for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, I gotcha. The the first like six months hurt so bad, but uh, I don't know. Then you get into like a groove, and it's it's great. Okay, so you so you're train. You want to you want to get in the ring. Have you been in the ring? Just to just train. I've had a couple training matches, but I, so like when I started, it was like, I want, I love wrestling Okay. for so long. I'd been out of it. I got out of it in like, Oh two. I wasn't watching so much anymore. I'd catch things and follow it online, but wasn't watching raw any weekend, every week anymore. Um, but it was like WrestleMania 30. I had the network for watching the old stuff. Yeah. And uh, it was the first like live pay-per-view I'd watched in a really long time. And it hooked me. It hooked me back. I was like, yes, I love this. It didn't take too long. It took maybe like two years for me to like just not be loving it anymore. Then I started going to indie shows. Uh, the first one I went to was Super Kicked in Toronto. And then that was like a monthly thing with me and my buddy Drew. Like we had to just see that live wrestling and go. Um, there was always some sort of uh, conflict with Kitchener and Crossbody. Like I live in Kitchener. Yeah. So there was always a conflict. And then finally I was like, I'm joining, I'm just going to do it. And yeah. Then was, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. That's, that's awesome. Um, yes. So it, it was like an outlet for you getting in into the school training um, yeah. and getting in when, so do, do you still want to, do you want to ultimately wrestle ultimately have a match? I'm, I'm like up and down on it. So when I started, they asked me, what do you want? What do you want from this? Right. And I was like, I just, I want to learn about this. I want to get in better shape and uh, I just want to see where it goes. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, the first night was coach uh, Tyler Thomas. And he was like, well, who are your favorite wrestlers? I was like, Razor Ramon and Pentagon Jr. He was like, <laughs> all right. So uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we hit the ground running and like, it was a hill for me, like, yeah. you know, being 36 and just like out of shape. Like I've lost 50 pounds since wow. that started. So like, it's been like a lot of work, but, uh, basically the, the goal was to have some matches. Then, uh, coach big Ben Ortman started, uh, the showcase series, which okay. is, was Friday nights twice a month. And, uh, like everybody on Ontario, pretty much it's open. They just got a message Ben. And, uh, if you're working in Ontario, he'll get you on, uh, just for some reps, it'll go up on YouTube, all that. So, uh, when that started, they didn't have a ring announcer. Brady, who'd been doing it before, actually just stopped doing it. And Ben was like, uh, just out of nowhere, because I didn't say I wanted to be a ring announcer. I think he just picked it up because I'm kind of loud and like to talk. And he's like, <laughs> uh, you want to try wearing an announcer? I was like, fuck yes. 
So I just did it from there. And then uh, they had another guy, uh, Ryan Koverik, who's on the production team, who is a sick announcer. Um, he was doing the main shows and then he had to go away for a couple months. And uh, Ben was like, Hey, you want to step in for Ryan? I was like, fuck yes. And I've been doing it ever since. So sorry, sorry, Ryan. But uh, yeah, I kept the job. You're like the Tom Brady of <laughs> crossbody yeah. announcers. You just took over <laughs> yeah. for Drew Bledsoe. Uh, I guess maybe you got to be a football fan to get that reference, but we'll, we understand. <laughs> we'll do some B-roll footage and throw it in there or something. But, um, so, I mean, did you have any experience announcing? Like, even if no. you announced for Sh- Papa Shango in The Ultimate Warrior, did you ever? No, like, nothing. Just like, like in, like when I was a kid, I had like a little, little ring that was like one foot by one foot, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. a Brutus the Barber beefcake, yeah. uh, you know, figure and yeah. a war, uh, Ultimate Warrior, and some crash test dummies cars that they would yeah. throw each other into. But Ugh. I'd announce those guys, but not, nothing real. Wow, and like any type of how do I want to say it? like vocal background like maybe uh theater or i don't whatever i don't know vocal stuff what are you, no, are you man, a singer you in a band it, it was just i always like to sing i love karaoke like, i go. don't even need any drinks to do karaoke i'm going out there and i'm just killing it favorite karaoke um, song to sing to so my best the one that i am best at is you could be mine by guns and roses okay um i also love oh man i'm spacing on the song ozzy um Shot in the dark. I love Aussie Shot in the Dark. Oh, okay. um, oh and Lisa Loeb, Stay. That's yeah. a, that one brings the house down. <laughs> My wife would love that. <laughs> for the uh, Ryan Romano's in the chat says for the longest time by Billy Joel. Oh, sick song, man! I've never done it, but that is. Uh, I'd love to do that one. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we could, we could do a karaoke night some night, Vanessa. If, I mean. I think karaoke, if we have karaoke beds of songs, I don't think we would get flagged for DMCA. It's karaoke. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Who knows? So they give you the shot. You steal that guy's job. He's he's probably (laughs) somewhere at a Tim Hortons or something. Um, Did you did you go back and because you have the network? Do you go back and watch other ring announcers? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, whenever like any announcer, actually my like so pipe dream, my goal twenty years from now, okay, I will have Bruce Buffer's job. Oh, don't know how I'm going to do it. That's my goal. That's my guy. That's who I'm going for when I'm uh, when I'm announcing. I'm trying to hit it like Bruce does. That's the that's the we are live guy. That's the we are live guy. Yeah, hell yeah. Have have you prepared? Have you practiced? We are live, like sane. We are live. I've pre- actually never practiced the We Are Live. I more say the names in the cadence that he says the names, but I've never said We Are Live. It's interesting. Because I don't want to steal his shit either. I'm gonna have by that time I'm gonna have something. You're gonna have, your I'll have own. my own thing. Because he'll need to move on. I'm not gonna take his job. He'll be like, I'm done. Jamie, come on in. That's how it's gonna go. <laughs> not gonna, you're not gonna steal you're not gonna steal his job. No, Bruce doesn't need to worry. I'll be I won't steal his job. Uh, top five ring announcers of all time. Do you have a top five? Can can you name five? Could I? Yeah, hell five? yeah. Uh, so number one is Fink, uh, Howard Finkel yeah. from WWF. Like he, that's who I was imitating when I was announcing my action figures. You do you have a, a Howard Finkel impression? Oh hell yeah! Uh, the following contest is scheduled for one fall because he's a fucking high voice. That <laughs> was does. the best fucking part. He had that <laughs> high voice, man. Yeah. Uh, 
and just a sick original cadence. Like he's the man. He is the man. Um, then, then Bruce, obviously yeah. Bruce Buffer, um, and uh, his brother Michael, Michael Buffer, who used to do Nitro yeah. uh, and all the boxing. Um, and I dig Justin Roberts. He's really good. Um, I read his book. Yeah, I've heard um, good things about that book, but I haven't read it, so I don't. It's know. all right. It's yeah. it's as far as wrestling books goes, it's fine. Um, it's no fucking uh, under the black hat. I don't yeah. know if you read that yeah. one, but man, uh, Jim Ross's second book that's killer. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, he's he's awesome too. But uh, but the Fink is is my guy. It was a great guy. Fink was phenomenal. Hell yeah! And he would take a bump if he needed to. Hell yeah. That's, that's what, what I want to do. Yeah, that's what you got going for. Take a you. fucking bump. Yeah. <laughs> take a bump for sure. Oh, man. Everyone's got a Howard Finkel impression. And Vanessa yells at me when I do mine because she says I sound like Mickey Mouse. Oh, let's hear it. Coming down the aisle. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> right? Oh, I'll see you at the game, Joe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, darn. Okay. Now I'm getting into Disney impressions, but. um. <laughs> So you do you, you're the ring announcer for Crossbody Pro Wrestling. Well, maybe you do other indie shows, but where yes. we hooked up with you was through Crossbody. And I think Vanessa, he was announcing that show we watched on here, right? Yes. Yes. Um, take me through uh, a day in the life of you at a, at an independent show. So how how does it work? You get the you get the the, the lineup, the cards, like yeah. the matches. So- there's wherever. So I've done a few. I've done a Destiny show in Sarnia. Um, I did a. I've done Impact. Okay. Uh, I, I've done it like last two Julys ago. I did like a full two hour episode of Impact. Nice. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, I do Backyard Pro season three is coming up. Yep. And uh, Go Hard Pro. Uh, Brenda Brendon yeah. uh, holding Albright's uh, yeah. Federation. They've had the one uh, Christmas show. Uh, um, and I'm I'm slotted in for those. But uh, yeah, when uh, basically I get to the uh, get to the venue, and it's all been in Ontario, so I I know at least somebody, but in most cases, a lot of the people. Um, I also keep a spreadsheet of everybody and their you know like incidentals, like where they're from and their weight and all that. So like I just go up to them and say, hey, I've got this. Has it changed? And that, that's kind of it because I want to stay out of people's way. I know like. I don't know, but I think I know the feeling of having a match, um, especially if you're in your first couple of years. Um, it's got to be the most like anxiety, like I don't need the fucking ring announcer talking to me kind of feeling. <laughs> that being said, everybody, I've never had anybody like be a jerk. Like everybody's always so nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I just try and stay out of people's way, and then I just hang out. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, if somebody wants to hang out, then we hang. And if you, you just get the vibe, like yeah. if people have a big match, like you just, just read the room. Just read the room. Have you ever, have you ever messed up the pronunciation of someone's name? Hell yeah. You got him coming on later tonight. Oh, pretty Ricky Wildy. You said, was, wa- you said Wildy. I did say fucking Wildy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the first showcase. Oh. show. He was event that was like his show that was like he was the main event every week because he was the champ and uh yeah fucking wild eat him right at the door and he didn't know it but he came to the back afterwards and i was like dude i fucked up i'm really sorry and he was like okay i just 
I didn't notice. So just next time, fix her up. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we we had him on before on this show, and I spent all day going, "I'm not gonna screw it up." It's Wildy. It's Wildy. Yeah, I heard man. him another. It's Wildy. As soon as he came on, the first thing I said was, "Pretty Ricky Wildy." <laughs> just came did you, out. Did you look at it or did you say it from memory? Like, did you have it on a note and you're like, "All right," Pretty I had Ricky it in Wildy. front of me. I had it in front of me, but I yep. don't think I read it. I think okay. I was just doing it. But My I think, problem was I fucking read it. Yeah, for sure. If, if I didn't read it, I would have said it right. Yeah. Because I usually have some cue cards. That's another thing I do. I go to my spreadsheet and write it onto cue cards. I know Vince McMahon doesn't like that, but I don't work for Vince yeah. McMahon. Well, when yet. Vince starts paying you, then you'll yeah. get rid of the cue cards. You'll find a way to do that. <laughs> Hell yeah. And he watches this show, so I'm sure you'll probably get Sick. a call later. I um, believe it. Yeah. I've had Scott Demore send me an email before. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he said thanks for coming out. <laughs> and here's the expenses for the cowboy boots that you bought, uh, Don Callis. <laughs> Don Callis. <laughs> Hell of a guy. The Real music. nice. I've done a couple errands for Don Callis. Yeah. Nice guy, huh? Yeah. We don't break kayfabe here. Okay, he's, he's a dead. fucking he's a fucking asshole. Yes, that's <laughs> what I thought. He does seem like a prick to me. Yeah. Well, he's a prick to most people, but he's not a prick to me. That's the thing. So I wasn't even breaking kayfabe because yeah, he's being a prick. But he he, ca- want, he asks me to yeah. do the thing. He wants something he done. Do that's why he's probably oh, yeah. a nice guy when he wants something done. He's a businessman. He knows what's up. Yeah. Um, Ryan Romano says Don Callis is brilliant. So Ryan Romano wants has aspirations to be a ring announcer, do announcing. And, uh, so do you have any, you have any advice, any tips for him? Who, how can he steal your job? I don't know. I, I, I fell into it just like everything. And, yeah. and that's actually seems to be the wrestling business is, right. uh, just be in the right place at the right time. And, and yeah, so I would say join a fucking wrestling gym somewhere. There's, there's a bunch and, uh, the best way to get into the business is to learn the business. Yeah. I'm. I I love the structure of matches. Like I I I I'll call. I don't mean this fully because I'm not there at all, and I probably never will be. But I'm a student of the game. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I just I dig everything around it. Like camera work. I filmed a Blackcraft Destiny event a couple of years ago. My first match that I ever filmed was an I pay per view being uh, announced by uh, uh, Scott Demore. Oh, I forget the other guy. But anyways, the first match was G Raver versus uh, Channing Decker in like a blood ritual match oh. with cinder blocks and fucking light tubes and all that, all those gimmicks. Uh, Jimbo Jones was also filming it and he took some uh, light tube in the face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He was okay. Didn't break the skin, but the tube fucking, yeah, it could have been, could have been bad. Isn't, isn't the stuff inside those tubes Poisonous? Yeah. I hope something. Yeah, you poison. shouldn't shouldn't be breathing that in. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. Probably like once is okay, but not all the time. <laughs> it's like it's probably like asbestos or something. something yeah, like I think it's mercury. It can't be good. But yeah, I think Ryan should join a, a wrestling like school or something. Just show up all dressed up and carrying a microphone and just start announcing. I'm here. <laughs> Come oh, yeah. to show up. <laughs> Don't do it at Crossbody, but yeah, no. do it. <laughs> yes, don't go there. Like he's but join Crossbody though, because it's a it's a fucking great school. So, but don't take my job. 
don't take a job. <laughs> no, I don't think that can happen. Um, yeah, uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. <laughs> Just show up and steal it. So, what do you got coming up? What shows you working? I uh, haven't done yet, but uh, Backyard Pro season three okay. uh, is, I think, going to be happening this summer. Um, and I haven't recorded anything for it yet but i'm pretty sure i'm on it so if i'm not then i'm not but i've done two so might as well get, um, you've done the first two first yeah two scenes, so yeah they had uh r.i.p crossbody pro wrestling academy on agnes street in kitchener that we actually have to find a new venue so we don't know when the next crossbody show will be i mean obviously it'll be after covid but uh yeah hopefully sooner than later hopefully by the end of the year there's a crossbody pro wrestling show i think that'd be sick but I haven't really been talking to Ben about that because, I mean, there's not a venue right now. Yeah, what are you going to do? Or a means to, like, meet. So. Yeah. Yeah, that shit sucks. I talk with Vanessa all the time about, like, because I'm not in Canada. She is. And it's just, it's like locked down up there and, 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 and down down here. It's, it's not. And it's just, I know stuff I tell Vanessa, like, oh, I did this and this today and I, I like just simple things like I went to the store for who knows what and this is like wow I feel bad it's all locked down yeah man I went to Costco today and they've got like all the like non-food is like walled off like you can't even <laughs> can't like get there you can't buy pots and pans if you want like you're you fucked you can buy the food but you can't buy the stuff to cook the food that well that's just not essential essential yeah, no. So you just gotta like eat raw meat. I don't know. Put it right on the element on your stove. <laughs> <laughs> right on the top. Hell yeah. But yeah, it, it's 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 just I don't know. It's well, I can't speak. I'm not up there, so I don't know. I don't know. It could be worse. But that being said, I'm I'm in a lucky situation where I can work from home and I work. I live alone with my cat, Winston. Winston. Hell yeah. Yeah, I got we got two cats here. Uh, one's as old as dirt. And uh, still kicking. And then one we rescued. It was under a parked car at a library while we were on oh. summer vacation. Oh, and it was man. like two weeks old. Two weeks. It was like. Oh. And, you know, my, my I have three daughters and can't fucking leave the cat there. So I came all the way home with it. Now it's a stupid cat in our stupid house. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we had, we got like it's like a animal farm here because we got the three we got the two cats sorry one passed away but we got two cats uh we found we have a bunny burrow in our front yard like under a bush a bunny burrow so if you just move this stuff aside there's like five baby bunnies oh my god and like now they're getting now they're just like miniature bunnies so they got all the fur and they're just like this big and you can hold them <laughs> and then um a couple days ago, I went to take down my Christmas wreath that I think has been up not only from this Christmas, but I think the Christmas before. I yeah, finally, sick. It's May. Yeah, right. <laughs> decided to take it down, and I, I picked a ladder that wasn't very tall, so I'm, like, stretching. I finally get my hands on it, and I just push it off the nail and, like, swing it down. Well, yep. sure enough, inside it was a bird's nest with four baby birds that – didn't know how to fly yet, so they all oh, fell and oh. landed on the ground and started hopping away. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, we got, like, an animal farm here. Just told my Oops. wife we should start charging, but. 
Yeah, hell yeah. Get the neighborhood kids in there and five bucks a head. I tell you right now, if one of those goddamn bunnies ends up in my house in a cage or, or <laughs> I it's gonna happen. It's gonna slippery happen. slope, man. It, it is. They won't live, trust me. They won't? That my wife said no, the same thing. No, I've tried. We've tried. I grew up like I grew up in the country, so like we'd always find like my dad would find baby bunnies all the time because he worked road construction yeah. and he'd bring them home and like yeah, they never yeah, my they wife don't like this. being domesticated. Oh. Put a leash on it. <laughs> I had a leash for a bunny. It was awesome. Oh, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, I'm just stuck on the Saturday morning cartoons. Those have to come back. Like, oh yeah. Like, I try to. Tell I don't my, know how kids live without them. Oh, they got their stupid phones. God yeah, almighty! I, guess so. I just want. But like, it was better when it was appointment viewing. Oh my gosh! Tell me about it because my kids will watch them on on Netflix and they'll just mm-hmm. go to the. Well, we all do it, but they go right into the next episode, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you don't even understand. All right, let me tell you something. I had to wait a week, maybe two, yeah. maybe two weeks, maybe two. I don't know. You can just yeah. watch the whole goddamn thing. No one watches. Car- I don't think there's cartoons anymore. Period. <laughs> Not for kids. Yeah. There's Rick and Morty. I'll watch Rick and Morty, but yeah. Yeah, man, it's 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 rough. Like you get like one half hour of your favorite show, and then you have to wait a whole fucking week. And you got to try and remember what you watch so you yeah. can talk about it on Monday at school. Yeah, you can't go to school without like that. Did you see like fucking Peter Venkman this week on the Ghostbusters cartoon? Like <laughs> busting all those ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, it, it's oh I just I can see the ecto ecto coolers right now in my hand. Hell yeah, for sure. Uh, Ryan Romano says Spongebob. I don't even think Spongebob's around anymore. I don't think... Don't they make movies of Spongebob now? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch it. But uh, Superstars is great. Oh, yeah. It's sure. like worth watching again. Well, you're in the States, so you had to go to Peacock, right? Yes. I had to move so over. So you to don't Pe- have Superstars anymore. Listen, I don't. I don't think so. They took away. There's so much missing from what I hear. Everybody's complaining. It's the worst. Sure. i sure I can find a VPN somewhere to log yeah. back in. But listen to this Peacock story. So my wife sends me a text message today, a picture of, I don't know, her e- or her email or something. It says, mm-hmm. Peacock's billing us twice. We're getting billed twice for Peacock. Oh <laughs> and the only reason Come we signed on. up was, you know, for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, we're get, we're getting billed twice. Can you handle that? So it must be tied to two different emails. But uh, I mean, I mean, Vince just wants all of them. Well, I guess Vince don't get it. Well, in a roundabout way, in that's a, some bullshit. Though. So I'll have to figure it out. It was probably me in a whim on a different email, panicking because I couldn't watch friggin' backlash or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. And <laughs> it, it was like, well, I know I got it and bought it again. So, yep. do you keep up with today's product? Uh, just reading about it. Yeah. I listen to so many fucking podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like Jr. Uh, I know he's not the most popular guy, but Cornette. I, I just I could listen to Cornette tell wrestling stories. Well, you for, said you're a student forever. of the game, and and uh, for his, you know, Cornette says some stupid shit a lot, but but he does. You know, yeah, know his shit he, also as well. He fucking does know his shit. And uh, Tony Schiavone's hilarious. I love him. Uh, I've been listening to a bit of the Angle podcast. 
yeah, just he's just not a podcast. Like I like it. I like his stories, but just when you compare him with everybody else that I've been listening to, like, like Bischoff, I love Bischoff because that's a big business side of it. Yeah. So I guess I'm more into the business side of it, I suppose. Like Bischoff and Jr. and Jim Cornette are, are the most interesting to me. You give me a vibe that you almost could run your own independent promotion. It would be so much fucking work. Yeah. Like I see what Ben Ortman's does and I'm blown away. I just try and help however I can, but you need to have so many things going at once. Like it, honestly, I think it would be amazing and I would love it, but I'd rather just help out at yeah. a promotion than run it. Have to do like, the whole thing. There's so much, so many moving parts. Yeah. For and if sure. somebody doesn't show up, you got to fix it. You got to find someone else like right away. And like Ben's amazing. He always does. He's got a good, he's got a good Rolodex. <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet that helps too. For sure. Yeah. Like one time, uh, one time RJ city wasn't billed and he just was there. And I was like, fucking right. I fucking love RJ city. So yeah, yeah it's just, yeah. yeah. RJ city. He came on here and buried me, buried me in the That's first five minutes. Of of our of my show, B- buried me. Told me my he's, head was crooked. He's a pro, man. He'll, he's nobody can touch RJ. Oh, jeez, <laughs> ridiculous! And he buried me. Where's he show up next? The bump. He went yeah, from buried me to the bump. So was your burial a bump to the bump? Yes, that's <laughs> right. I put him over. If it wasn't yeah. for me laying down on the middle of that show to put RJ City over. Who knows where he'd be? He'd be hosting Busted Open or something. I don't know. Exactly. Fuck yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, RJ City is great. For sure. Oh, yeah. He was at the first indie show that I went to a few years ago, Super Kicked in Toronto. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he was in a tag team with Psycho Mike. Oh, uh, my God. I love that. Two guy. guys, they were called. And, yeah. of course, they come out to uh, the uh, Golden Girls theme, of oh, course. Oh, obviously. That's and I was, I was just fucking blown away they did a whole over the course of like six months they did a whole little program with those two and like you know their friendship breaking up and then getting back together and it was those two are just the fucking best psycho mike is good very good well jamie franchuk this has been an awesome time i don't know if you're having fun but i'm having a blast totally love it for sure uh we are at the end uh of, of of you know our time I, cool. I don't know any better way to say it. We are dead. Yeah, I, but but you're the ring announcer. Where's my? Don't I have one? I had one somewhere. I have a mic somewhere. Uh, I'm going to give you the mic now, and uh, you can put yourself over. You can bury anyone you want. You can say anything you want. Uh, I don't care what you say, and I'm not going to interrupt. The floor is yours. Sick. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Check out Crossbody Pro Wrestling. Uh, just Google it. You'll find it. They've got a great YouTube page. Check out Backyard Pro Season 3 coming this summer. Check out uh, Holden Albright, Brendan Caulfield. He's got uh, Go Hard Pro Wrestling. Uh, you've got Pretty Ricky coming on later. He's got this thing coming up where he's going to beat the shit out of Rex Atkins on his front lawn. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. fucking amazing. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jfrancisco82. I'm on Twitter uh, at toast underscore and underscore Jamie. It's fucking mouthful to say. And, uh, yeah, check out all that. Also, my coach, Big Ben Ortman's tonight is on Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, he's portraying Nick Gage in the, uh, the interaction, the, the, those scenes that they do. He's yeah. fucking so stoked about it, and he's going to fucking kill it. Awesome. So, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. 
Hell yeah. Awesome. Doors open, man. Come on anytime. Want to talk anything. Anytime, man. I, I really had a great time, and I think we only scratched the surface. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Have a great night. Fuck yeah. You too. Later. Later. Great stuff.